Okay, Caitlin. All right, I'm about to. Act, I'm about to out cat. Okay. Oh, please, I don't know what cat? you're gonna out me about. Have you seen the Pikachu detective? Oh yeah, I Pikachu get, I don't care about you adding. Yeah, me about I know this. you I don't, but it. everybody else will care. Cat thinks that all the P- Pokemon look normal and even dare I say cute. Yeah. Yeah, they're fine. Really? What? Okay, I'm Team Caitlin. Like I just. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, um, please high five me. We also must high five. Okay. We high fived. Everybody <laughs> didn't hear it because we're far mm. away from. Uh-uh. No, uh-uh. I would. Uh-uh. Uh, yeah. Well, do you no? want to start, Caitlin? Or yes. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll just take the lead. But let's just take the take a moment here. Um, I just acknowledge that you two are both wrong. But now you can continue. <laughs> fucking listen. I just I, I I do want to preface preface this discussion with the fact that you know I don't uh think any less of anyone for their incorrect opinions oh, on I the do. Pokemon. I do. Trailer. Yeah, that makes I still, less. I still love and respect you guys, um, <laughs> but I like when you die, I will have it chiseled into your grave <laughs> that you were deeply, horribly, mm. uh, horribly wrong about mm. uh, your opinions on the uh, new let's, Detective Pikachu. All right, give me let's, your arguments for why they're bad. Up, let's bring up the first and, and foremost, and in, in my opinion, the most okay. um, heinous crime yes. of the Detective Pikachu Pokemon um design essence yes okay human facial features yes human facial expressions yes yes but also no here's the thing though is like in the pokemon franchise they do have human facial expressions if you've watched the anime they have human anime expressions but i would argue okay like what bothers me about it is that like i feel like they should have either committed to having the designs be quite cartoony or gone like and made them look like animals. Yes. And what they did Agreed. was this horrible, horrible combination not quite of the two. either. And the eyes, the dead oh. doll eyes. Oh my I god, they're glassy. There are glassy and they're, they're so... it's and uncanny valley. Oh, it's very, it's very uncanny. Here's the thing. Almost no noses. Mm-hmm. Not a nose in sight. But also no noses on the original Pokemon design. Yeah, but that's the thing. Because it's you an anime. Pick a route. You can't you have to pick a route. It's like the fucking Alita battle angel. No, this shit. is this is not that. Okay, here's my counterpoint. Pikachu fluffy? Bad. No, Pikachu not enough. He could be so much cuter. He could be so much cuter. Honestly, I'm going to be real with you guys right now. I would have preferred if they'd given Pikachu fucking scales to the shit I've seen on screen. (laughs) No, (laughs) Pikachu fluffy. I don't know. I just, I. And also mm. Squirtle. Squirtle cute. Mr. Mime. Okay, Mr. Yeah, Mime Mr. is objectively horrifying in any yeah. any iteration of Mr. Mime. I mean, I think that the original animated Mr. Mime is um, hot. Uh, just adorable. I hate that. Did, did, and when I saw him interpreted this is, exactly correctly. This is Noelle. I wept. I'm this sick. is Noelle um, putting herself on blast for her kink right now. <laughs> I love Mr. Mime. That was a bad noise. That was a bad mic noise. <laughs> what other noise could I have made in response to that? What choice the was truth, I given? The truth came out. Okay. I can't play with you people. I didn't Caitlin, actually let's watch go. the trailer. Caitlin. Nice. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I just need screenshots. Oh, my God. I think the movie looks like it will be bad, but also very fun. Because this is the actual plot of the Detective Pikachu game. Yeah. I didn't know there was a Detective Pikachu game. So I just saw, like, Detective Pikachu, and I was like, I accept that. Where's Mr. Mime? You guys, I saw this. (laughs) 
Also, did you know Mr. Mime will get his revenge on people who don't laugh at their jokes by marrying their mom? That's in the Pokemon lore. Is it? <laughs> yep. I mean, wasn't there a weird bit with Now Ash? that's a kink. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, he, Mr. Mime married Ash Ketchum's mom. Wait, what do you Honestly, mean married? I'm that's, sorry, what? That's my vibe. <laughs> I have to go. Let's play D&D. I mean, I don't know if I can play with these heathens. I'm so excited to see that movie, though. <laughs> Hello, I'm Kat. I'm your Mr. Mime. <laughs> Hi, I'm Noelle. I'm extremely attracted to Kat right now. <laughs> and I play Fran. Hi, uh, I'm Caitlin. I'm Ryan Reynolds, and I am doing this for the money. <laughs> Hi, I'm Hannah. I'm the film Mr. Mom, now in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> Also, Caitlin, Ryan Reynolds did not do this for the no, money. No, I know. No, as soon Ryan as I, Reynolds did this, as soon so as he I could said put, that, so he could put on his resume that he has been Deadpool and Pikachu. Yeah, no, no. He Ryan fucking... Reynolds did this for his own sick pleasure and his own sick kinks, well, which I'm sure mirror Noel's own. <laughs> Are we good? <laughs> Hannah Sorry, plays Hannah. like. Let's move on. I don't think I don't think that Caitlin said who Caitlin plays. I don't know. Kayla never I'm, says who she plays. I usually do so that I got confused. Why am I being held to a higher standard? Because <laughs> you meet a higher standard. No, I'm just <laughs> From I, the kingster. <laughs> from, from the mime zone from mouth. From the mime zone mouth. <laughs> from the mouth of the mime. Oh. <laughs> If a mime speaks aloud to you, you have to obey. Did you know that? That's okay, true. I do not want to. I do not want to hear about your mime I obeying king. Fucking shaking. <laughs> oh my god! Ugh. So last time, Lord Helmshire was poisoned, and you guys brought him back and uh, interrogated some house servants. We barred the doors. Yes, and uh, found out that a. Someone who was hired from the street crews that were cleaning up after the pirate attack is the one who is now missing mm-hmm. from the household staff. What's like found out from? Yeah, uh, I intimidated people. a child. Yeah, you're growing up so fast. Uh, <laughs> then you you went and found out from Dodson all the names of the other people who had been poisoned, including your good friend Satoon Nguyenian. <sighs> oh. And uh, you rushed to his side, and all seemed lost until. On a dark horse, presumably, in road, <laughs> in road, Phelan. And uh, he he gave Mary a little bit of extra god juice to bring Nguyenian back from the brink of death. And uh, then you went back and you talked to Loria. And the main thing you learned from Loria was that all of the people who were poisoned, they were good people. They were like the people everybody loved best at court. So, the next morning... You are woken up very, very early by Dodson, 
who bustles into your rooms. Uh, he's going to bustle into Fran's room first. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? And he, he rips the covers off from you. Ah, I'm dancing! <laughs> Honored guest, I'm afraid I must aw- awaken you very quickly. Please get dressed. The oh queen my. consort is coming to your rooms. What the hell? <laughs> and he, he comes uh, around and he pulls the same thing on everybody. He rips the covers off of Corbin and, you know. Corbin rolls off the bed and then rolls under the bed. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> he dots and leaves, but several servants come to fish you out from under the oh, bed. They Corbin. Do have to drag me out. They bribe you with cold cuts. I come. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yep. Yeah, like he comes around to you and and yeah, gets you up. Oh and Jesus! By the time <laughs> by the time he gets to married room, she's already up and she's like, just like, please just dress me. Wow. She's she's, she's used to this. You know, mm. this is what her life was until less than a year ago. Mm. He gets you dressed in very similar outfits to what you wore the first time that you met the queens, except they are all black. You are dressed in mourning clothes. Mm. And uh, then Dodson arranges you all on your sofas in the parlor. And shortly after, uh, Queen Lilia enters. And she is wearing a delicate black gown, and her blonde hair is worn loose around her shoulders. Uh, she gives you a shallow curtsy and then sits on the edge of one of the sofas and says, Honored guests, please, my wife and I would like to offer our dearest apologies for the recent unrest at our court. I've come to personally extend our invitation that you attend the celebration of life for the victims of this latest tragedy. Oh, wh- when is it? Well, it will be in three days, which I am aware is a bit unusual, but we believe that it is an act of defiance is the madrian way to celebrate in the face of adversity and with the string of recent tragedies it's more important than ever that the kingdom celebrate what it is to be a madrian so like a big ceremonial event where everyone's gathered together like a big party like a like a like a parade <laughs> it is a it is a ball party corbin you shouldn't be excited about ceremonial events where everybody gets together, you dumbass idiot. <laughs> I'm not excited. It's just a party. <laughs> I can tell you're excited. Your knees Do are you know bouncing. Anything? I'm not excited. <laughs> your, 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 your fists are clenched. Yeah, I'm, a- I'm angry. I'm sad. <laughs> uh, what does the ceremony entail? My wife will be giving a speech in honor of the deceased, and we will have music and... Food and drinks and dancing. Well, I think we'd love to come. And particularly if you guys need, like, extra, like, security, like, around the queen. And, like, if there's any lanterns involved, I'm going to have to ask that they do not be used. Because... We have a thing about lanterns. We can't... I I hate lanterns so much. I really don't like them either. Uh, Mary signs to the queen, uh... Are you certain it's wise to bring everyone into the same area when there have been so many attacks? Good point, Mary. Yeah, Corbin points at Mary because <laughs> she right. Mary's learned a lesson <laughs> <laughs> about listening to you guys. That's true. She, she yeah. super didn't yeah, listen to us before. did not. And the queen, she nods and she says, I understand your concerns, but if we hide away, we'll only be giving these attackers exactly what they want. I mean, where's this place gonna fall to? Nothing, nothing below- Wait! 
Bone Town. Is is Bone Town like under the city? Yeah. Bone ah. Town. <laughs> oh God! All right. Well, Fran's Fran's argument is officially dead, and she's uh, now having a crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a bad idea. I'm. I love parties, but not this one. Yeah, I, I feel like um, you guys are making some pretty good points here. Your concerns are noted, but please, we hope that you'll attend. It's very important that we show unity now. You throw it, we'll be there. Hope oh, you don't no. throw it, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to have to be there. But I'll be there. It's an honor to be invited. Uh, are, are you going to around to invite everyone personally? Yes, my wife and I are both go- take, making the rounds this morning. That's dope. Careful, hope you got a knife, knife on you. <laughs> I assure you, we are very safe here in the palace. Okay. I heard a rumor that Sylvia Gilda was attacked here in the palace. Yes. We've since tightened our security quite a bit. Do you know who that was? It was a servant who had been recently hired on, but we've had a hiring freeze so that we won't have any other incidents like that. Where is that servant now? They killed themselves before we were able to interrogate them. Holy shit! You should ask Loria more about it. She knows the details. All right, that's a good idea. Well, thank you for what you know, too. It's more than I know. I don't know shit. That's so true. I did want to discuss one other thing with you. I understand that you've been looking into things here at the court, and for that I'm very grateful, but I... Well, I just hope that whatever people are saying to you about my wife and I, I love her very much. And she is so incredibly brave. I do know that there are many in the palace who... They don't believe that she was the right choice for queen, but I do. And I hope that whatever your investigation turns up, you'll be gentle with my wife. Um... You just, like, push your wife on blast just now. Like, she just shot right up to suspect number one. (laughs) I mean, we'll try to do what's just and what's right. She's done nothing wrong. She's just doing her best, and and I'm afraid that marrying... I'm afraid that marrying me has made her quite a few enemies. Okay, well, if she's done nothing wrong, then she's, she's dope, she's chill. There are... Maybe some who will try to convince you otherwise. We're not idiots. I'm not an idiot. (laughs) I can't uh, speak to my own idiocy, but uh, I can say that the more that you tell us, the easier it's going to be for us to figure out what's actually going on. So it would probably be better to just get stuff out in the open. Yeah, Slick's the real one who's not an idiot. They know what's up. Just t- tell us the shit. Honestly, yeah, Slick really... Damn, Slick. You did it, Slick. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I do not mean to be overly cryptic. I simply... I do not wish suspicion to be cast where it is undue. My wife... My queen. She's done a lot in her short time as queen, and... And I hope that she will do many more great things. But with every tragedy that has befallen us, everyone continues to point to her and say it is her fault. And that 
she's not fit to be queen. And I worry that all of these attacks, all of this random terror that has been sown in our city is all simply to destabilize her place on the throne. You're saying that people might accuse Tenavine of things. Excuse me, Queen Tenavine. <laughs> Do you know who those people would be? Do you know who the enemies that she gained by marrying you are? I do not wish... I mean, we're not the cops. (laughs) Speak for yourself. Shut up! (laughs) Well, the Marchioness, Cabibon, has never been a friend of my wife's family. That's Sylvia Gilda. Yeah. Yeah. And my father. I don't believe he has the throne's interests at heart. As much as it pains me to say that. Well, we'll keep that in mind. What yeah. about... We should ask her about Loria. We should ask her opinion on Loria. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Shit, what should I say? What's your opinion on Loria? I can't be that blunt. I'm polite. It's like once to ask what your opinion on Loria is. Uh, no, I didn't say that. Uh, um, well, uh, I mean, I guess I, I should kind of ask. Have you spent much time with Loria? Uh... Captain Loria is a very loyal servant of my wife, and they have a they have a very deep relationship. And yes. she has a very, very strained smile on her face Still as she says this. Corbin! I believe I've taken up enough of your time. Thank you. I hope that you will attend our celebration of life. We will, if it happens. Which we hope it doesn't. <laughs> Thank you so much, Your Highness. <laughs> Thank you. Very signs. Good luck on the rest of your invitations. And uh, the <laughs> queen departs. <laughs> oh, you guys. What is going on? <laughs> oh, you shit. You guys, we're not going to have the boat races today. Do we have anything on our schedule anymore? Nope. Everything's canceled, Corbin, like right? five people have died. <laughs> I'm just saying we got free time now. You do. You do have free time. We can, like, investigate and shit. Mm. Uh, so before we do anything else, I want to read those letters that I stole from Renetta's room. Okay, so Renetta's letters. Uh, the first one is addressed to Tenavine, and it reads, Sister, Azam and I have been trying to dig up anything regarding how the throne was passed to our family, but I cannot find much. None of the journals detail the political arrangement, so that might be a dead end. But you must figure out this issue of succession. The old vultures are getting hungry, and even some of my crowd have started to whisper. I do my best to keep them distracted, but they're ready to bolt and leave you to be killed so that they can fight for the throne. Some seem ready to go to war in the streets if they must, if we do not allow them to take their full armies to protect them and their country estates. I cannot leave for Danmar until I know you are safe, sister. I will keep reading to see if I can find anything to help us. Love, Rennie. P.S. Talk to Loria about it. She'll know what to do. Uh... That seems very convincing. Mm-hmm. The second is addressed to Coquin. And it is very short and reads only, Dear Honored Sister of the Bronze Order, The Madrian University admits students based on merit. If you would like to have one of your acolytes attend, I have a closed university application form. Sincerely, Princess Renetta Olias. Hmm. And the third is to Lord Andalin. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it reads... I cannot more fondly thank you for the text which you brought back from the university at Danmar. It is a comfort to know that my new home is not completely devoid of literature. They will, hopefully, be of use to our project. And then it goes on for several more pages. Uh, Just 
about, you know, how is his mother doing? And, oh, I do hope you'll come back to court more often. And please, I hope that you'll visit me in Danmar and that you and Azam will be fast friends. She's trying to seduce that I motherfucker. I don't know if that's what it is. Oh, isn't it? She went on for pages. Pages. I hope you and Azam will be fast friends. <laughs> more like I hope. <laughs> I... <laughs> what more were you going to say, Caitlin? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Caitlin? Yes? Do you have something you'd like to share with the class? They're going to get funky in a triple way. Oh, well, that's actually nice. I mean, I mean I'm just saying, like. Yeah. Oh. Who are you? I mean, we How don't know. get into my house? We don't know their customs. Yeah. Anyway. Those are good letters. I won't burn it, I guess. <laughs> I'm glad they were good letters. I'm glad they lived up to your expectations. Thank you. So what else do we have that we want to do? We want to go to the library. Maybe we should talk to Phelan. Is that what you want to do can first? Can we, like, summon him? <laughs> you can pray to him and see if he'll come. I feel like we should maybe check his rooms first. Yeah, it makes me feel gross to pray to him. <laughs> <laughs> Much less gross than invading his room without his knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> it was for the greater good. All right. So then you guys head to uh, Phelan's room. Corbin, you know the way. <laughs> yeah, I take you guys there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's not a, you know, it looks like his room has been used recently anyway. There's not like a stack of letters outside the door or anything. Do you do you knock? Do you I knock bark? on the door. I pound on the door. Corbin kicks the door a couple times. Lenin, Wake up call. <laughs> Uh, the door is answered by a servant who who holds out a tray to you. Um, hello. <laughs> your card, please. I put an illusion of a card that says the guardians on there. I take some moss out of my pocket and I put it in his hand. I I push your hand <laughs> away. I I take a booger out of my nose. I push I your whole head away. <laughs> Mary just takes both of your hands. She does not take your booger hands. <laughs> she just takes both of your hands and holds them. Yay. <laughs> uh, the servant nods, looks at you guys for a minute in a little bit of a weird way, and then leaves for a moment. Uh, and then comes back and shows you inside. Nice. <laughs> yeah, Whoa. we got the keys. <laughs> We entered a room like normal people. <laughs> we sure did that. I mean, basically. Booger and moss. Okay, friends. Comparatively, I mean, okay, yeah. Compared to the last time I came in this room, this was a very normal interaction. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, so, it's fair as hell. Phelan is sitting on the sofa, and uh, he is wearing black, but that's not unusual for him. Cool. And. Uh, he stands as you come in and he goes, Lovely, I'm glad to see that you knocked this time. Against our will. I don't look at him. Because well, I didn't <laughs> knock last time. <laughs> I wave. I look at the ceiling. <laughs> Didn't I like try on all his clothes? Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, I look at the ceiling. I'm shocked. I, I've never witnessed Corbin be so shy. Huh? <laughs> I'm not. I'm just. I uh, just was admiring. Uh, your room's is beautiful decorations. Yeah, it took a while to clean up. <laughs> <Okay>. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you 
left me a note. I know it was you. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Didn't you sign it from the nightmare? <laughs> the nightmare smelled like nightmare. Okay, <laughs> let me. Corbin says. Uh, Fran is canonically laughing at Corbin's <laughs> obvious discomfort by that. You have a wonderful wardrobe. <laughs> yep. Yep. We're the same size. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Please have a seat, I guess. So, Fallon, how are you feeling? Tired, but fine. Do you like, oh, do you like recharge from people's prayers? I don't want to pray to this guy. I'm not asking for that reason. I'm asking for Mary. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. Sort of. I would if people prayed to me. Oof. Oh, well, hope you find someone. <laughs> hope you find some disciples. I won't. Um, I- anyway, uh, Phelan, oh. we were wondering about, uh, what you've been up to with Renetta. Oh, well, she asked me to get her some books. Uh, it's not really anything that exciting. Uh, I don't think that's how she sees it. <sighs> well, that's sort of the image I've cultivated here. Are are you guys, like, friends then? Well, of course, I'm friends with everybody at court. Mary signs, how are you feeling after everything that happened last night? I know you and Winian were close. And Phelan shrugs. I knew it was coming, but I'm glad that you called me. Glad I had a chance to do something. Does that help you break the rules? Yes. If somebody is called upon me for my help, I have the power to help them. That's a god thing. God, I'm so fucking smart. Holy shit. All right, cool. We're going to... Oh, man, I take back what I said about not wanting to pray to you. I'm going to pray to you for, like, so much shit. (laughs) I don't have to listen. I just want to put that out there. God, fuck. Marvin, you're nasty. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't mean like that. I meant like we could pray to him to anyway. like kill Torvo or some shit. I, it's not that much leniency. And he uh, he rubs his arm where the tattoo is under his sleeve. Hate that arm, man. Yeah, oh. I just, that's the worst arm I ever saw. Oh, boy. I agree. <laughs> are you Are you going to the celebration of life? Oh, we don't want to. Yeah, like, if it happens, we try to talk them out of having one, because, like, parties always go bad, in my experience. Especially anything that's, like, celebration, and then, like, of a good thing. Yeah. Like, life, or, like, light, yeah. like a festival, all like, that shit's bad. It's like, there's, like, a cruel, capricious, irony-loving somebody out there calling the shots. <laughs> yeah, it's like some... <laughs> Some evil, like, beautiful temptress, like, sits behind a desk and just dictates our whole lives. Wow. Never thought of it like that. (laughs) You little laughs. You sound like all seven of the dwarves. (laughs) I'm a little, 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 what the fuck? I'm a devious little yum. Is this a thing? Is that the name of that guy you were saying earlier? Dooby dooby dee's back. What the fuck am I hearing? What were we saying?
saying? Okay. I don't know. I feel like he asked us about the, the yeah. celebration. Yeah, we should ask him what he knows about it. Are Are you going to go? Yes, I've been invited. I have to attend. Uh, don't you think it seems a little dangerous? Yes. Is there anything about the festival of of life? Or wait, as the, <laughs> it's not. Come back, friend. Friend, come back. <laughs> the celebration of life <laughs> that um you can't tell us. <laughs> no, as far as I know. As far as I've been informed of the plans. Seems like a good opportunity, though, am I right? You are not wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. Well, nope, sorry, I can't say that. But, uh- <laughs> I really wish I could, but apparently I can't. Oh, God. Mm. Uh, we, I don't know. Have you had breakfast yet? We're yeah, just kind of hanging out. Phelan, you want to get some breakfast with us? We're going to go to the library later. Want to come to the library? Hey, you want to come to the library with us? Uh... Oh, okay. Yeah. Yay! Yay! <laughs> All right, so you guys get breakfast with Phelan. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit awkward. <laughs> Good. Does he like Fran and Corbin are like simultaneously trying to date him, but like have no concept of like that they should be competitive. <laughs> a reaction to Corbin eating all of his food like a bird that's that's taking food from its little mommy oh, where it's like oh, uh, uh, he, as, as you do this Corbin he leans over to Fran and he says does he always eat like that you know what spiritually he really does everything like that <laughs> I see him like that at every single moment Phelan <laughs> This is, this is the image of him in my mind Corbin stops eating and puts his hand on your shoulder and says Fran that that really means a lot to me. Corbin, God forbid if you pass away, I will remember you this way. Fred. <laughs> Thank you. We hold hands. Yeah, we hold hands. <laughs> so touching. Yeah. I don't know. We don't know any other, like, more typical demigods. Does he just, like, eat normally? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he just eats. Like, he doesn't have, like, a proboscis that comes out of his mouth? And, like, <laughs> no, well, he doesn't fuck. just, like, only eat, like, grapes and wine or yeah. something. <laughs> he, he doesn't eat much. You do okay. notice that about him. He just sort of picks at his food, but... Mm-hmm. He eats some of He's it. He's like depressed. He so. makes a show of eating. Uh, I'll say that. You know, you like to eat or what? <laughs> Fran, he's depressed. <laughs> Just he, a question. He shrugs and says, "I don't really need to eat." Do you like to though? I yeah, it it's fine. I think you haven't had any good eats, Corbett, or cool treats. You gotta get some hungry boy in you. Also, Corbin looks to Mary and says, "Mary, do you need to eat?" <laughs> Mary nods. Mary gets to enjoy delicious food. Mary's got it better. <laughs> I I feel bad for Phelan, so I ask him if he wants to pet Darius. Uh, wait, what's a what is a Darius? Oh, uh, you know food. my my. Shut up, Corbin. <laughs> what did you just say? Huh? He's cute. Corvin said. <laughs> yeah, he's very cute. Darius is my beetle. Uh, I know that you don't need to eat food or whatever, but. I mean, who doesn't enjoy touching a good beetle? Am I right? You're going to let him eat the beetle? (laughs) And you wouldn't let me have it? Uh, Mary pats your arm, Corbin, and then pats your mouth to cover it. (laughs) (laughs) And signs with her free hand, he means pet. (laughs) 
All right. <laughs> and then she signs uh, a little bit. She like lowers her hands like so that Corbin can't see it as much and signs, don't let him get close to your beetle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I know that. Darius <laughs> is under like a 24-hour lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Um, keeping him safe. <laughs> Phelan, he pats your beetle. Yes. Uh, can I pat the beetle? Uh, yeah, uh, go ahead. You know, just be gentle with him. Fran does pat the beetle. Corbin Mary like, also pats the beetle. Corbin watches all of this, and he's just, like, seething. He wants this beetle so bad. I'm just so happy I'm, like, on the verge of tears. I love your hard outer shell and your gushy insides. Me too. <laughs> Mary, Mary, give you a gentle slap on the wrist, Corbin. <laughs> Corbin looks away dejectedly. <laughs> I feel like I'm not getting something here. <laughs> Remember that horrible thing Corbin did earlier? I wish I could forget. That's what he wants to do to Darius. I hate that I, I, hate that I asked this. <laughs> anyway, we get along great. The four of us. Five of us. Yeah. We're a family. We're having fun. We're, we're a good group of friends. Uh, uh, about- <laughs> I'm like I'm I'm fucking speechless. I'm just like sitting there with like my mouth happily I'm, open. I'm imagining Slake doing what you're doing in real life. That is it, literally, which is just opening and closing your mouth repeatedly. That's what is happening. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so just about at the end of breakfast, Phelan looks sort of up and out the window, and then he gets up and he goes, "Well, you guys will have to go to the library without me. Sorry." Oh, you got business? Yep. Can't uh, tell us about a business? He points out the window and disappears. Oh, there he Boom. goes, that bastard. Bye. Well, at least we got to eat breakfast that he didn't need to eat. Yeah. He, <laughs> he won't get to know what we find out at the library. Yeah, I'll never tell him. No. It's our <laughs> secret. Okay. Mary signs. <laughs> well, it was nice to sit down with him at least. Yeah, what do you think about him, Mary? She shrugs and signs, honestly, I have trouble fathoming him as a god of betrayal. That's just what he wants us to think, but I feel the same. <laughs> I think he's just sad, you guys. Darius liked him. I think I trust him more than anyone, which makes me think I shouldn't trust him at all. I don't feel that way, but I do trust him. <laughs> Here's what I think. I think at some point, whether by his will or someone else's, he's gonna betray us. Yeah, I, I, I should say I trust, I trust Phelan as a person, like his emotions. Yeah, but I don't trust like his, his actions, his situation. I yeah. don't trust. So I think he's gonna betray us no matter what we do. But I think it's still worth it to have him on our side in the meantime. Yeah, I agree. He just seems so sad. His poor, stupid, ugly arm. Yeah, his dumb arm. That's the problem. I'm just gonna get that thing <laughs> off of him. Oh boy. Mary looks very thoughtful about this. Mary, is that something we could research? Is like about a way to get his tattoos off? Because I know that you had a go at it. She she nods and then signs. I think I'd need to know more about how that magic works. How much skin do demigods need? 
That's a good question. I was thinking that earlier myself. I bet none. Probably none. <laughs> Mary holds up, a, raises her hand, and then signs, personally, I need all of mine. <laughs> well, you're not the same as Phelan. Maybe Phelan doesn't need any. He doesn't need to eat. Yeah. Doesn't need his skin. Doesn't need to eat. Doesn't, doesn't need his skin. skin. <laughs> part of the crew. Part, part of the, of the ship. ship. <laughs> oh, that escalated really fast. Happy New Year! Welcome to this little interlude, boy. Happy New Year, everybody. Um, I hope that this year hasn't been too cruel to you, and I hope that next year is even kinder. 2018 sure did happen. (laughs) Uh, My resolutions for 2019 are um, saving the world and causing world peace, so you're all welcome for that in advance. Um, I would like to thank uh, my beautiful iTunes reviewers who looked directly into my soul and spoke words of godly wisdom that goes out to Tashti, Tibaldo, Psychosaur11, My Rocky Looks25, Debellum, Catalysts of Change, Dank Daddio, Lena, Odd Metaphor Girl Grace, Evil DM Josh, and Brian Sky, the Science Guy. <laughs> really good name. I also, of course, want to remind you that today's episode is, as always, brought to us by our beautiful patrons. They come to us on patreon.com slash damesanddragons, and they could not be more righteous and beautiful people. And that goes out to Wildfire, Yusuf Hamza, Anne-Marie, Christina, Michael, Frank, Alex, Jake, John, Brandonicus, who um, upped his pledge. Thank you so much. The original, the, the only... The, the one and only Brandon. <laughs> also to Bish, who upped their pledge. To Cot, to Phileo, who upped their pledge. To Morgan. And that's it. I thought there was, I thought there was one more, but there wasn't. Morgan, thank you so much. With an, with an air of finality this time, Morgan. Our podcast is also brought to you today by Cobalt Press. This week, I want to tell you about 12 Peculiar Towers. 12 Peculiar Towers is a collection of 5th edition adventures for characters level 1 to 13 with the theme of, you guessed it, towers. (laughs) Uh, You can discover the mysteries that lie within the forest lair of a Ravenfolk bandit clan, a magical archive of ancient elven lore, the hideout of a powerful thieves' guild master, the stronghold of a sinister blood mage, and eight other distinctive dungeons. Each tower comes with a beautifully illustrated map, including many isometric maps, and of course, plenty of traps, hazards, and enemies to challenge your players. You can get 12 Peculiar Towers in print and PDF today at www.cobaldpress.com. Last of all, I want to send a message to the most powerful person in the entire world, Chantel. Chantel, you were just here at my house, and I was going to actually record this when you were here, and then I did not do that because I fully forgot. So, you know, sorry. Uh, your code word for today is Dungeon Drunks. 
The sleeper agent is active. Go! Should we head to the library then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. To the university library, right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So you guys head to the university library. Last time when you came here, you know, there was lots of students everywhere, you know, researching, reading. And this time, there's barely anybody here. It's very, very quiet. Hmm. Well, more books for us. <laughs> and less security. So the things we want to check out are research Phelan's tattoos, mm-hmm. um, research what Coquin is looking for. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. all I can think of that we wanted to look up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. So when you get into the library, there's, there is still somebody working at the uh, the desk there. And uh, she perks up and she goes, oh, um, hi, how can I help you? Oh, we're looking for um, some archived information about uh magic bones and the orders of dragonborn okay are you a student at the university physically (laughs) Uh, you guys know that professor right we're friends with professor shaw but you're not students physically (laughs) yeah i'm you know what i'm a student of life wow so yes i am a student that's so profound. Thank you. Uh, you are free to browse what we have on public display here. Uh, but unfortunately, the archives are for students only. Even if we're working for the queen? You'll need to have some sort of proof of that. Um, if you have like a letter from the queen. Oh, or- we're the guardians. So Corbin turns into a bird. <laughs> oh, my God. What just happened? Oh, my God. This oh is my God. our what credentials, I guess. Corbin, turn back. Corbin turns <laughs> back into a person. <laughs> what is happening? Are we under attack? No, we no. Just, we're just really good at working for the queen. We're yeah. so good we can turn into animals. We're yeah, he special, just does that. We're special agents. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she's she's like hyperventilating. I'm sorry. We didn't know you didn't like birds. You don't like birds? No. I'm sorry, it's just... Corbin says... I'm already picking up my die. Okay, all right. Corbin says, uh, you already saw me turn into a bird. You don't want to know what else I can turn into. Are you going to intimidate her now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was real scared. Yeah, okay. she was scared as hell. Oh, my God. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so that's a, that's a 17, though, because I rolled... That's good. Me. She starts crying. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, jeez, don't cry. Please shut up. Let's go. <laughs> I'm, I mouth... I'm sorry. Yeah, she doesn't stop you, but yeah. she's she's very upset. And, and Mary, like, she sort of, like, reaches out to try and comfort this woman, but also knows, like, we have to get past her. But also, oh, God, we made her cry. Oh. Yeah, just, hey, I turn around and I look at Fran and I say, if anybody's about to judge me for this, let's not forget the time that Fran froze a woman into a room after she made the bathroom fall out of the ceiling. That turned out to be Torva! <laughs> Mary I'm Science. just saying. Mary Science, wait, when did this happen? What? <laughs> oh, shit. When you were, like, I don't know, in a trance. Yeah, we fucked up your bathroom, like, really bad. Fran did it. Fran did it. Fran did it. <laughs> That's right, I did. <laughs> Anyway. Mary uh, turns to you, Slake, and signs, this is the right thing to do, right? Um, uh, um, I'm, I'm sure everyone's 
got it under control. We didn't hurt her. She's just scared. Let's go get some books. Yes. Okay. All right. So you guys head into the library and... Fran, since the library from Estra fell, and that was a deeply traumatizing experience. Yeah. You know, I feel like maybe in your heart you haven't you haven't let yourself hope. <laughs> you haven't let yourself dream. But here in this library, it's better than your wildest fantasies. Oh my god. It is The books are alive with the sound of learning. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> it is just row upon row of books. It's this beautiful room with like high ceilings and um there's a ornamental light fixture at the top of the ceiling which is depicting like the travels of the stars and the moon and it's so perfectly organized. Um, it seems to be a bit understaffed right now, but everything is just chef's kiss. Nice. Like, there are Do they uh, have books here. <laughs> yeah, got many books here. Corbin's like, pulling out every book to see if there's a secret bookcase. Oh Stop that, Corbin! Put those back where you found them. He puts the one he's holding back. <laughs> All right, so we're we're gonna go to the, the bone section. Yeah, the bone <laughs> section. Dragon bones. Yeah, the Bronze Order. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You don't find any books that are specifically about that. Mm-hmm. The most that you find are a couple of paragraphs. One of them mentions just very briefly that at some point in Avalis's history, great dragon beasts roamed the land and that they were creatures of great power. And that's about it in that book. There's another one that talks a little bit about the dragon orders. Uh, And it tells you that the dragon orders are incredibly secretive. They don't let people into their their confidants. They are untrusting. Uh, and so therefore very little is known about the dragons of old. Okay, so could we look instead for... Is, I mean, I know like there's not much in the way of magic on Avalis, but like is there a place we could start to look for that? Like some kind of like awakening ritual or something like that? There is actually a section of ancient books of magic. You, oh, nice. Um, and this section is deep in the library. Everything here is so intensely, like, categorized. All the books are chained to the shelves. And, like, looking through these books, Fran, you know immediately, like, so much of this is so much bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like these recipes for potions that are like, take some grass and mm. brew it with some mud from underneath a toad's belly. Right. That's the recipe for my tea. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Um, yeah, actually, a lot of them look like recipes for uh, tea. Corbin, you take notes on that. I sure do. <laughs> but... You do find a summoning ritual, which looks like it actually might be real magic. It scares you a little bit, mm. but it seems like it might be what Coquin is looking for. It is a spell to animate the dead, and uh, it requires a drop of blood, a piece of flesh, and a pinch of bone dust to perform. And it requires a pile of bones or a corpse. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I mean, this place isn't magical, huh? Hmm. This place is a magical. I can just rip a page out. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I rip that page out. Holy shit, Fran! <laughs> Mary uh, looks at you, Fran, and signs, Who are you? <laughs> this is dangerous. 
if Col- Colquinn is trying to be a student here or somebody and trying to read this, they can't oh, read this. You just tore a page out of that book. <laughs> this is a zombie page. You cut the limb off a living creature. I would love and to do that to Palin. Palin's <laughs> arm. <laughs> anyway, I put the I put the page in the bag of holding. Actually, when you rip off that page, you find another page. <laughs> I did. It's pages all the way down. It's pages throughout the whole book. It's the whole book. Uh, there is a spell for it's. It's called a true resurrection, and this uh. one requires holy water and diamonds worth at least 25,000 gold pieces. And you can tell this is a very old book because it uses gold pieces as the standard of currency. Oh, man, I tear that page out, too. <laughs> and this spell, I mean, this one seems like this is probably what they actually want, considering this spell will provide a new body, even if the original body no longer exists. But it does have the caveat, the creature cannot have been dead for more than 200 years. So if they were going to use that, then it would have had to be, like, modified in some way. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I take it. I <laughs> Mary looks just shocked. That's fine. Uh, next up, the other thing. <laughs> the other thing. Really good transition. Time to, time to look for Balin's body tattoos. Where yes. is the tattoo magic section? This one also, you don't find a ton of on it. It seems like you, you find books about magical calligraphy. Mm. which seemed like the the style looks right but none of it is like none of the the runes translate to any magic that you know and what the book says about this is that it is a very ancient form of magic which is bestowed upon a person by the gods does it say anything about how to break it it does not are the books from astra here yeah i mean presumably should look for this in those too. Okay. So uh, you find the books from Estra. They're very neatly categorized, uh, it, it, but it looks like they they start out, you know, very meticulous. And there's lots of little like pieces of paper flagging different sections, and then it just trails off. Like whoever was looking at these. Seem sort of to lose steam somewhere along the line and and lose their focus. You possibly find- when uh, the Estra section of Wavell's library was burned. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And you uh, you start looking through these books and the the bits of it that have you know just empirical information. Those all you can read that. It makes sense. It, they're normal books. Mm-hmm. But as soon as anything starts talking about like what life was like on Estra, you just you can't focus on it because mm, the the knowledge is all messed up. Yeah, yeah. You just it's like a magic eye. Yeah, it's like it is exactly. It's like a magic eye. Like you mm. you keep looking at it, you keep looking at it, but you can't figure out what it's trying to say. It's messed up, you guys. That sucks. Uh, I don't like this. What's wrong with him? Can you read this? Oh, you can't read it anyway. I, I, I can read things. We read in this language. Yeah. Except for I can't read this because of magic shenanigans. Yeah. Phelan, in particular. Phelan. Oh, I'm mad at him again now. <laughs> that really sucked that he did that. that. sucked a lot. I wonder if we delivered these books back to Wavell, if it would change anything. Mary shrugs and science it's worth a try yeah, that, yeah. That's... but 
We should ask Phelan to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or hmm. Mary looks at the books and then signs. Do you think we could? I mean, do you think I could? I mean, I'm a god. Can I give someone a quest? <gasps> Mary. Mary. Crazy Mary back Mary. on the scene. <laughs> I think it's worth a shot, Mary. Do it, Mary. Do it, do, do it, it, do it, do it. Okay, so Mary, she takes a minute and she steps back and she looks at the books and she concentrates for a minute. And she draws herself up and looks very stately and courtly and then looks around and realizes, wait, who am I going to give this quest to? Yeah, you can't give it to one of us. Yeah, I know. We got, we got stuff to do, Mary. Give it, oh, give it to that girl up front that we scared really bad. <laughs> I don't think she deserves any more. She wants to get out of here. She's a researcher, right? Yeah. So she'd be like really into Wavell, right? I'd love to go check out Wavell's shit. Do you think it'd be dangerous? Oh, I mean, we only lost like a few. If we tell her how to solve the thing. Yeah. Tell her to train up so she could chase that light. Yeah. She'll be fine. Yeah, she'll be all right. Okay, I'm going to do this. Do I look, do I look godly? Always, Mary. Every single day. For sure. Except for that one time that you had, like, broccoli in your teeth. Yeah, and, like, when you were puking on the ship that one time, you looked kind of mortal. Like, sometimes when you sleep. You're not helping. I think you look great. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Slake. Anyway, yes, you look very godly. Yeah. She, She nods. And then... She she motions for you guys to follow her. Oh. And before you guys go out into the lobby again, she like arranges you in a V formation behind her. <laughs> yes. Like geese. <laughs> strong. She, she sort of she centers herself. And she goes, Fran, can you make me glow? Oh, can I? And then I absolutely make her glow. And there's sparks flying. Nice. Nice. Okay, so she glides out through the doors and like there's sparks flying and and my hands are just like flying doing like Naruto jutsu to like keep these spells <laughs> going. Oh my god. <laughs> and she approaches the desk and the the woman looks so terrified. <laughs> Poor woman. And Mary signs Child of men. What is your name? And the woman, she says, my name's Dagny, ma'am. I mean, my, who are you? (laughs) I am Mary, goddess of, that's not important right now. (laughs) (laughs) I have come to give you a sacred quest. You have passed our test by allowing us into the library. I nod at her, like, really, like, patronizingly. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I give her a big thumbs up. <laughs> Corbin's doing okay hand signals. <laughs> just like this. Nice. Thanks to you, we were able to discover the texts which were cruelly stolen from this world by the machinations of Torva. It is my quest to you, Dagny, that you take the books which were brought from Danmar months ago and return them to the library of Wavell. And Dagny, her eyes fill with tears, and she says, I'm, I'm just a student. I, I'm, not, I'm 
not worthy of a sacred quest. No, Dagny. Mary signs. You are worthy. And I entrust this quest to you. Gather strength around you. Maybe hire a bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> you will need to go north, far north of Danmar, through the woods. You will cross two, three rivers. <laughs> I, one of my companions has a map for you. Um, I've, I pull out the map that I think Dashing Dawson gave us. I think so, yeah. And it has like the, the Tower of Wavell marked. And I say, you literally need to follow the light. It's not complicated. Don't overthink it. Run real fast. Do not lose sight of the light of Wavell. Go. I give this quest to you in the name of Talia. Go. And then Dagny jumps up from her desk and says, I will. I will. I'll complete this quest. I won't let you down. You're going to do great. And then she rushes out to go find a bodyguard. <laughs> and Mary, that was so cool. Mary, that was the craziest thing you've ever done. Did I look cool? You were amazing. Yeah. So cool. is also brought to you today by Genuine Fantasy Press. Genuine Fantasy Press is giving away a free version of the new book, The Compendium of Forgotten Secrets Awakening, at GenuineFantasyPress.com. This book is for 5th edition D&D. All the player content in is included in the free version, 125 pages of it. It contains 34 new subclasses, 17 new warlock patrons and familiars, over 175 new spells and invocations, 10 new races, and dozens of campaign hooks. That's a heck of a lot for free. <laughs> There's 190 new pages in the full version. The book is designed to work with both classic and homebrew settings and gives you new ideas for your world and game. There's beautiful full-color artwork, and it is available internationally in hardcover on Amazon. Genuine Fantasy Press. Inspiring adventure. <laughs> <laughs>